Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull oh, out so your high. spine And when the oh, sun blows up and the earth is gone and the listeners, There's a good chance that uh, it's either fully dead Or we do an incredibly stunted Stoner Movie September this year <laughs> Stoner say, Movie, Stoner One Movie September <laughs> If we do, yeah, we'll call it The Roach If we do just Yo! one of them yeah, we'll do a roach. Dude! Yeah. Just the leftovers? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, I love it. But I think as we were uh to recreate this conversation naturally that we totally just had off the air. No, we didn't. I think uh, we've kind of, we're, we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel for stoner movies anymore. And with uh, our double action movie month now that we're enjoying so much more... And we just had a great discussion planning out like four weeks of episodes. So fuck yeah, I'll hype on that. When do we ever do that? <laughs> Never. <laughs> like you just asked, what are we doing next week? And all of a sudden, within two minutes, we had a month's worth of episodes, which was so, fucking awesome. Do you want to spoil it for the fucking listeners? What we're gonna get into? Yeah, I guess. Uh, it looks like we're gonna take a. We're going to take a trip down Capcom Alley, I think. Sure, sure. For a couple of weeks and then hop back into a movie or some, I don't know, some flowage of that. I mean, we're knocking around. We just did Waterworld and spoilers about to do Waterworld, the video game. Um, We joked to some acclaim. uh, It popped some people that we kept calling the Mariner, uh, Kevin Costner's character (laughs) in Waterworld. Ariel, the whole uh-huh. show. Looking at you, Micah. Thank you. You're the one that reaches out to us. Appreciate it. Love, Love you, buddy. You. Yeah. Congrats on the new house. Um, so Good luck. why not follow up Little Mermaid, the live action 1990, 1995 flick with yeah. Kevin Costner with, well, Little Mermaid, the Capcom game for the NES. Super um, hype. Super hype. Uh, and then... I don't know. It, that leaves it up in the air to we could probably talk about one of the movies, either the old or the new, or skip that altogether mm-hmm. and then move straight into Little Nemo, the Dream Master. On NES. And I love this, that you've played the game. You have never seen the movie, which I told you is one of my favorites. I used yeah. to watch it all the time as a kid. So we're going to roll right into Little Nemo, the movie after the game. Mm. So it'll make... No sense at all still. It's a wild movie, though, man. It's that classic 80s hand-drawn anime. Bro. I remember you mentioning it a couple of years ago, and I just off-air was like, hey, dude, check this out. And I grabbed my complete inbox copy of Little Nemo because this is one of my favorite NES games. Spoilers for future episodes. Uh, I fucking love this game. I played this so much as a kid, um, and I haven't really played it since I was a kid. But I remember showing you this a couple of years ago when you mentioned that. And I never got around to watching the movie. Mm -hmm. So I can't wait to check it out. It's funny you own that. If I have, uh, I own Little Nemo the movie on both DVD and VHS. Uh, I believe the VHS copy is still at my mom's house because it's like one of the original. Of course, because it's a fucking VHS. They're not making new new ones anymore. So hell yeah, man. I'm actually, I'm hyped, dog. Undead Media on Twitter or X, whatever the fuck it's called now. Um, Undead Zitter. Media is always, he's always uh, making VHSs of like new movies. Oh, which, that's cool. Which oh, is okay. really fucking cool. 
I've seen some of his artwork for like fresh stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like coincidentally, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. What I was gonna say didn't matter. Go on. I was just gonna say if you also are have come across a dude on Zitter named uh, Shea Serrano, who is a uh, Hispanic sports writer, but he also as a side hobby collects vintage VHS movies and then like watches them on like a thirty or like a twenty seven inch CRT. And, like, he has him set up on milk crates in his fucking basement, even though this dude is, like, pretty well off. Like, he's doing the whole shebang, like, as a kid. I love it, dude. It's such a great vibe. That's amazing. There's another yeah. person I follow. Uh, I think it's Be Kind Rewind or something is their Not handle. Not familiar with them either, so. But I love yeah. the name. Dude, I follow a lot of, like, really weird stuff on there, and I love it. Because I'm, I'll be scrolling, and one of their posts pops up, and it's just... It's just a picture of like a CRT TV with like LED lighting behind it. It's really cool. New aesthetic for something that's old, right? It's like and, the meshing of the two. That's yeah, cool. it's a cool marriage of the two. And it's always like either a freeze frame or something of what they're watching from like the 90s, 80s, 90s. And like I just there's something that makes you smile about that little bit of static that you can see on the screen. You know, it mm-hmm. always, mm-hmm. it almost seems like he always captures it perfectly. Yeah. When it's oh. got that, just that. Yes, dude. I love it. I love it. We had such weird childhoods now that like, no, we didn't to people of today's age. Probably think yeah. they had weird childhoods to a degree. That's okay. I, Whatever. I would, fuck I would give them that. There's a, uh, did you, I remember I had a buddy that, uh, they had a big TV, but then he like, his little brother fucked it up. He like put a magnet on it. And I don't know if you've oh. ever put a magnet around a CRT TV. Of course, it, had it this, distorted it. Dude, it had this giant purple burning spot. And, like, what, did he leave it on there for a weekend? Just being a shithead little kid, didn't know what he was doing. And just like st- stuck it on the screen. And then he's like, wow, it makes cool things. And then just fried that section of the tv oh, before his that, dad noticed and like sucks. again they had to fucking live with that tv for years i remember yeah it was just it was painful watch i remember watching star wars episode one at his house and i was like this is awful <laughs> okay, now that i think about it so we always talk about like our parents having more money and stuff like that yeah 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 you know uh things cost less people got paid more money blah blah, blah. we can talk about that but also you just made me re- like think about the fact that when we were kids, we never replaced anything. Listen, you Mm-mm. destroy that TV, you're fucking living with that for years. Yep. Listen, I get a it. ding in if I get a ding in my TV, I'm buying a new one tomorrow. You know, it's maybe we're not so smart with money. <laughs> my mom had the water line replaced in her to her refrigerator, and like they had to cut out a bottom section of the drywall. That bottom section of the drywall is still missing. It's been like four years. <laughs> fuck it. It ain't hurting nothing. <laughs> right? I'm like, fuck it, Ma. Who cares, right? You're the only one who sees it. Who gives a shit? <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. This is wild this is, shit, man. This is just the conversation I needed after like Good. a long, shitty day. I hope yeah, that the listeners one. can relate. Whenever they listen to us, I hope that it's... You know what, listeners? I hope that you had a really shitty day today, okay? When you're listening to this, I, I hope it was terrible. The worst day you've ever had. All right? And I hope we can make it better. If you had a great day and you're true. listening to us, 
stop this. Come back to us on a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. That was bad Let us advice. perk you up like a perk a set, because we're a set of dudes perking people up. Mm, yeah. Also, do drugs. drug abuse. <laughs> there it is. There it is, people. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, Halloween is coming up. You know what to uh-huh. get, all of them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm, nope. I'm Everybody loves to give away drugs on Halloween. We we know that from the news. Man. You know, growing up as a kid, I remember hearing that and being like, oh, man, my candy might be laced with something. And now as an adult, I think we talked about this last year. As an adult, you can't help but think, who the fuck would do that? Literally, the only logical way I can see it happening is if... Somebody in a legal state gets super fucking high on Halloween and just fucking fucks up and drops candy in there just because they're not even paying attention. I still don't believe it happens. I don't think that would even fucking happen, man. Like, I've been really high and I have never, (laughs) ever, (laughs) like, felt compelled to be like, you know what? I'm going to give these kids some weed. That's just what all the youth needs. Man. Like I live in a green state, obviously you already know this, so I mm-hmm. I get a lot of really good goodies, and uh, just last year, you know, I got r- infused ramen packets. Fucking awesome! What? Yeah, dude. It, ramen. So you basically take the brick out of a ramen. It doesn't sure. come with the ramen itself, but you can just toss whatever seasoning packet it comes with and just use one of these packets, and boom, there you go. It's infused. Each one's five milligrams. It's amazing, dude. Yeah, and Ugh. at my uh, local dispensary right now, they have infused ketchup and mustard for if you're having hot dogs at a party. Uh, anyways. The world is a beautiful place, and I don't live in the good parts of it. <laughs> anyways, I gave away two of those seasoning packets. Neither one of them went to children. <laughs> they went to co-workers. <laughs> went to co-workers, and even then, I was like, man... Do I really want to give this to somebody for free? I did. You're, you're fucking. But I'm nice. You're a uh, THC clause. Yeah, I guess so. Santa but... smokes. Man. Anyways, this doesn't have to turn into the green room. At a comedy show? <laughs> I wish it would. Uh... I, 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 I... No. Uh, yeah, Micah loves... He loved that Little Mermaid joke, which lets me know it was choice. Landed real good. Very happy about that. Um, Dude, as I as I kept saying Ariel last week, I was having a hard time. I kept calling him her just because mm-hmm. in my head, Ariel <laughs> is the Little Mermaid. I fucked uh-huh. myself up so hard last week trying to keep that straight. But I found it entertaining. Don't care. I, I did too. I liked that whole episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh... We're, we're, we're treading into some fresh waters here. I I honestly don't know if we've ever covered an SNES game in the history of the show. Uh, you're asking the wrong guy here. Yeah. I know we definitely haven't. We have not, but I'm saying even in the in the long, long ago, in the Ryan era, uh, I don't think we ever... Do, you guys didn't take an experience grind on a, like some JRPG <sighs> or something? No, especially because, like, we did, we did, like, Final Fantasy, but, uh, you know, our good boys in Tadpog had, pretty much had the, the whole retro game thing on a, on a solid lockdown, so we didn't want, you know, 
what are we going to cover? So, hey, fuck now those I feel- guys. You guys, <laughs> this is the only <laughs> this is the only podcast known to man in the universe. God damn it! Yeah, we've outlived them all. Although we, David haven't. Tyler, love David you guys. Does. Yeah, also you guys fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're going to talk about uh, follow up from last week's episode of Waterworld. We're going to flirt with Waterworld for the SNES made by Ocean Games who yeah. I am familiar with, and I generally don't like their work from what I remember. What else have they, they done? I think they, I think they do a lot of these movie tie-in games. I feel like they, they were okay. kind of known for churning out the quick crap buck. What was the uh, the NES uh, version of that? Man, they did Friday uh, the 13th. LGN. LJN. Yes. LJN. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They also made Ocean like, was one of those. Toys, didn't they? I think not Ocean, a, but LJN, I think. Yeah, LJN did for a hot minute. And then they had like a crossover. Wrestling toys. Toy slash console, like sort of Mario Paint thing they tried to push. And I loved I Mario that. Paint, man. Mario I never Paint had was it. great. Yeah. The LJN version was crap. My buddies and I used to make like, you could do animated movies in Mario Paint. Yes, dude. Dude, we'd make, we'd just stay up all Trash. night making just dumb shit like. A dude with a giant wiener pees and it fills up the screen because you only got like nine panels. Yeah. And then but we just hey. laugh. And we didn't, we weren't even, we we're just dumb kids. No drugs involved. Nope. Nope. Man, to just get back to that stupid innocence of mm-hmm. I'm going to spend three hours drawing nine panels of a dong peeing. Mm-hmm. Man, good time. Classic art. High, high art. I really need Be Kind Rewind. To do that. <laughs> to do. <All> right. <laughs> you we'll, need we'll to tag these guys up. on Twitter when you put up this post. Um, so, yeah, fucking shit. I don't know. Do we want to talk about this and then see where we go after it? Because I don't know how long we get. Uh, I did play this for like, I'd say two hours total. Uh, I could not get past like the fourth level. <laughs> I will say I very much so anticipated having the time to be able to play this. Unfortunately with life, this was one of those weeks where you're like, Hey man, it's okay if we just don't do an episode this week. Um, but I'm not going to have that. I, I did a lot of research. I read a lot of articles. Um, I watched long plays of this. I just could not, I, I couldn't get around to playing this and I feel awful about it. Because I don't like to half anything when it comes to this show. True. Um, but I feel good in, you know, some of the things that I've read. I've versed myself in kind of how the game goes. I listened to that soundtrack for three hours. I actually probably watched more long plays than you actually played this game. <laughs> you probably, oh, for sure. You probably also watched more long plays than there are length of the movie. Yeah. A hundred percent. <laughs> also, lots of thoughts in my in my limited engagement i did watch some long plays too because i wanted to see some of the stuff after what i couldn't get to i gotta say man the music in this game is banging we are on different sides of the fence there but we will get there <laughs> and Maybe it also because. seems like i am in the minority <laughs> Okay, well, that's good, because I, I did really like the music, and I thought it was a banger, so glad to know that others thought that way. But I, I guess I want to see, uh, you read a lot about this game. I didn't do any reading research about it, so I guess I want to toss the 
weirdly shaped catamaran to you, Sean. Uh, what what are some of the things you read about this? Um, I mean, it, it's not like a Sh- ton I'm of sure, developmental yeah. stuff, but I know, you know, this game was originally pitched to come out on like nine consoles. And the okay. thing is, like, we're talking about the SNES version of this game that for a movie that was Kevin Costner's pet project here that was uh, financially not very successful, it didn't even release in the United States. This was a pale territory, pale territory game. So mm-hmm. this released over in, over in Europe. Um, so a lot of people didn't even get to play this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found out today that Giant Bomb's been around since at least 1995, which blows my mind. Been because around for a long I time. found their review of this game. Wow. Which okay. is crazy. I had no idea that it was going to uh that it was going to be here, but you know, here we I are. I feel Yuri just popped somewhere. I know he loves Giant Bomb. Yeah. He's a massive Giant Bomb guy. Um this so an article that I did read. Oh shit. I can't remember. It wasn't Kotaku. Um, Maybe it was on Nintendo.Fandom. So the three big consoles that this game did come out, SNES, obviously, Game Boy, and the Virtual Boy. Mm, The Virtual Boy, yeah. The Virtual Boy. And this game is notably regarded as the worst game on that system. I believe it. Which Which is is high praise. Crazy. Yeah. High praise. <laughs> because, well, I'm, yo, you like, trash, baby. That, that that system is all around garbage and has some pretty garbage filled stuff. And to be the worst Virtual Boy game is. Congratulations. Way to go, guys. Uh, that's funny. I did not know that it was PAL only, but that explains why I couldn't find it on some of the main emulation sites. Yeah. Because it. Most of those only deal with, like, their region. So, like, you know, they only had all the North American releases. And I'm like, where the fuck is Waterworld, you assholes? Now I get it. It's a PAL game. Um, The Game Boy, same exact thing. Uh, PAL only. Uh, The North American release of that game was canceled. So, you know. I guess after the movie didn't do so well, they just cut their losses. It's possible. It's possible. Also, I I guess, is Ocean an English company? Ocean is a British video game company. Yep. There we go. Okay. Yep. Okay. Makes complete sense. Uh, I'm yep. not sure if... I don't even know if they would have been the ones to have... Uh, developed it here, Published yeah. it or developed it for mm-hmm. North America. I'm, I'm not sure how that whole thing works. I, I'm actually really interested to see how um, like international releases of games is actually treated in terms of... Like we talked about uh, the Game Genie a couple of months ago and how one company, Codemasters UK, uh, Mm -hmm. developed it, but then it was going to be released via different publishers in different territories. Yeah, that's that's fascinating to me. Um, But yeah, that was that ended up being canceled. Uh, The Game Boy version of this is the one. So it basically ranks like this. Virtual Boy. The worst of the worst, like mm-hmm. one of the worst things that you can possibly play. Um, like it's got to be really bad because the Virtual Boy games are already trash. So if you're yes. the worst on that, you've got to be crazy. one of the worst yeah. games of all time, right? I would imagine. 
Okay, cool. We're on the same wavelength there. Uh, SNES, it's pretty middling. You know, you're looking at two and a half out of five kind of range. Whereas the Game Boy game is the one that was actually kind of praised uh, for its graphics. And oddly enough, the music was really the only thing that was kind of panned. Um, Which makes sense for that. Whereas it's the reverse for the SNES. (laughs) And I believe that, like, the the limited amount I did play, I thought everything up to the 2D side-scrolling was not bad. It was... It's a little weird because I believe uh, PAL games in those days, I think their TVs were only, like, 25 frames a second, whereas in America, we have 30 frames. I did not know that. Yeah, so that's... That was another reason, like, importing stuff was weird and hard because, like, they didn't line up with your TV's refresh rate. Uh, and I I think I realized it playing it because, like, the boat moves fast, but then when you're actually doing the 2D side-scrolling, it's just, it's slow and it's awkward and it didn't feel uh, responsive. And it it's looked also a just, lot, it looked hmm. very bionic, bionic commando. To a degree, but it's also just slow and sloppy and... I also wonder if it was one of those things. I don't know how popular rentals were in the UK, but I know there were a lot of companies here in America that famously would make games hard so that you couldn't beat them on a rental. They would like do mm-hmm. things to screw you over. Famously, the Lion King, Lion uh, King? Uh, monkey puzzle level, the Battletoads, sure, all of these. So I wondered if it was sort of something like that because I got up to that point really relatively easily, but then man. That first, it's like the third level is really, dude, it separates the wheat from the chaff real quick. I will say it's, um, it's a little weird hearing you talk about this because watching, watching somebody play it who knows what the fuck they're doing is Mm -hmm. always a different experience than actually talking about, which is why I'm really kind of seriously listeners. I'm really let down that I wasn't able to play this for this show. Now I will be able to play little mermaid and little Nemo. I own both of those and have a Nintendo. So no worries. We're good there. Um, but like they just made it look so easy. So I'm really surprised. What did you struggle? Actually, you want to talk about like the different thing, the different, the four different parts of this game. Sure. Sure. First, before we get into kind of what was tough for you. Yeah. So it starts you off just like it throws you into the fire. Like, as soon as you press start, you're on like a top-down view of the ocean and you're in Ariel's catamaran and you move around and it's super fast. And that part <laughs> is very nice. It responds where you want it to and you're shooting stuff. And then you've got like smokers that are coming around and they're, <clears throat> it doesn't tell you anything, <clears throat> excuse me, but you have a compass up at the top. And then like, I realize like, oh, this is pointing me somewhere. So I follow it, and it's directing you to, like, a buoy. A buoy, All right, cool. So I'm at a buoy, and then nothing happens, and you just sit there around the buoy while dudes come at you. Well, you have to either... I think it's either a timer, or you have to get, like, a certain score before the stage ends. And you get that by blowing up smokers on their jet skis, and a couple of the boats come by. And (laughs) I hope... I hope people uh, listening, to, there's some people that are listening to this that didn't listen to last week's episode and uh-huh. are just picturing like 70 year old dudes with stomas <laughs> on on uh, jet skis. Just puffing it up like, hey, yeah, get, out of, get out of my yeah. ocean, Ariel. Get off, get off my you beach. fish man. 
But, uh, <laughs> so yeah, you, you do that and it says head to the dive bell or whatever. And you go there and then there's bonus levels, I guess, in between each level where you, uh, you got to swim around in a 2D version with all these, uh, fish. It's like a Mario level or a Donkey Kong Country underwater level where it's actually got very nice, relaxing music. It really, you love a good underwater song, man. And I got to say, this one has a good one. It's, it's mm. ethereal, it's haunting, and uh, you got to swim around and collect little trinkets. And there's a timer, because I guess still somehow the fish man that can breathe underwater can only breathe underwater for so long. For so long. I yeah. mean, dolphins have to come up for air eventually. Sure. sure. You know, he's basically a dolphin. Okay, at this point, okay, okay, from this point forward, when he's above water, he's aerial. When he's underwater, he's Echo the Dolphin. Okay. Hardest game ever. Harder than this game <laughs> by a mile. Very hard game. Okay, I've got a question on this part. Okay. Okay, because the the play that I watched, actually I watched two of them, and neither one of them had any commentary at all. Yeah, they're Guys, just straight plays. If you're doing long plays, please fucking talk. Do uh-huh. something. I don't want to just sit there and listen to the music. Ugh. Okay, vent over, whatever. So... This guy would swim to an area and then just like float there for a couple of seconds. I don't know if he was trying to walk you through the game or whatever, but what exactly are you trying to get under there? Because I'm seeing pearls, forks and knives. I'm seeing treasure chests mm-hmm. and There's I'm not going to lie. What are you trying to collect there? Because if it's treasure chests, I call bullshit because I know for a fact after watching that movie, he wouldn't have even gone, gone near those. Not a single one. He would have gone for the paper. The paper? He would have found some crayons. He would for have sure. Found there were no crayons the down there. There no. should have been. Not a single one. The uh, most realistic thing was the fork and knife. So you, he would have been like, just, what is that? You, you are just grabbing all of this junk. There's, there's money bags, like what a robber steals from a movie. <laughs> There's like, pearls. He wouldn't want that. There's diamonds. Uh, he grabs all of this junk, and then like it gives you just a bonus score. If you get out, the first time I played, I didn't know what anything. I just thought I was like, collect as much in the time period. But then you do that, and it says, bonus level failed. So you have to like go so far and get as much as you can, but then also get back out up to the dive bell in this, uh, this red bar that's constantly ticking down. So, uh, And then it just gives you scores based on what you picked up of course the more valuable stuff is deeper in the bottom that's where the treasure chests and the the jewels are and things of that nature there's also skulls you can pick up for whatever reason okay wildness that seems like a commodity there i guess but then you get a uh, another top-down level with the the catamaran where it's we're at the atoll now uh the famous atoll in the movie and the smokers are already attacking it we we start off hot and fast and uh, this has the most annoying part in the game where there's hostages and they are constantly screaming, help, 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 help. And uh, they, they were very annoying. and So uh, obnoxious. Both times I played that part, uh, they all died and I did not feel any remorse. <laughs> it said <laughs> hostages saved zero. And I was like, good, they deserved it. Now, do you get penalized? Do you lose for that or do you just keep playing? 
Uh, you just keep playing. So, like, the hostages were one part of the score, and then it also has, like, the, the boats that you blow up as a second. So, like, the hostages, it just says score zero, and then it adds up. Your boat bonus blows up, and then you move on to the next level, which is where shit really hit the fan for me and uh, got very difficult. It's the first atoll level, and uh, what made the game for me very hard, Sean, is it's just you can't attack while you move forward. You have to be stopped. To attack he has a very like games like that it's a weird like attack where he he slices upwards but it's it's like a very short range and the dudes that you're fighting they all have guns you also so you have to like duck under their gunshots as they move towards you but you also can't attack while you're squatting there's no down attack so you didn't ha- you have to wait and stand back up to attack and then all the guys take a couple hits to kill and of course, if they walk through you and even touch you, you get damage like in every 2D game. So it was just a lot, a lot of repetitious dying over and over because you can only take like three hits before like you lose that life. You only get three lives. Boy, you burn through those really fast. I love that the life indicators are like a little pow symbol from like Batman the <laughs> TV show from the 50s. That's amazing. It literally, it literally just says "pow" in the red, uh, the red explosive font. I'm here for that. You know, that's a uh, that's a great '90s thing. Cash in on that. that. What is it's, it? What? It, very hard. What? What's the end game of this game? Like, okay, this is a very hard game to actually find out. Like, if you look this up, even on Wikipedia, like the article is about five sentences long (laughs) for the Super Nintendo. Um, And it doesn't really give you an idea of what your, what the goal is here. I, I I have found that it's about 25 levels long. Um, Okay. I'm sure it is just from what I've seen. It's the over overworld uh, in your boat underwater, a tall clearing and hitting up the shop. Those are the only four things that you will do and you will cycle through. And I'm sure it's just, it gets harder until it inevitably climaxes at the end. I'm assuming so too. Cause again, I did not get very far in this game. It's very difficult to control. Also, we, we talked, the music is great. Uh, most parts of the world design are great. These 2d sections not great, man. Uh, I'm, I'm rewatching some gameplay right now with the sound off. The sprite work, horrendously ugly. Mm-hmm. Just god-awful. It's not and great on top for of, an SNES. No. Especially for what we know that this system is capable of. Yeah. But it's also terrible because, like, everything blends in together. Everything is variations of gray and brown and tan, which works for the movie, sure. But in the fucking video game, dude, like, you... He blends in so easily to the background, the the ladders, you don't know where ladders are. Like, everything is just awful and drab and ugh. Not a very exciting game. I can see maybe why this didn't get released in the the States, outside of just the fucking flop of the movie. I will say uh, I can get why the Game Boy version is more, um, like, lauded. Because looking at this game and thinking about what I've seen of it, it, I feel if the NES was still 
relevant. NES died pretty completely by 94. Yeah, 93, uh, 94 was pretty much it. Yeah, I think like the last release release was like 94. Um, but this game would have been better served to be an NES game. Probably. Maybe not the top down, but all of the spots that you're talking about in terms of underwater or the atoll clearing look like if you just scaled back to 8-bit, you know, it would have fit into any of the side-scrolling games like this from 1989. Take, like, replace the sprites in this and the level design with, like, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Oh, man. So bright and colorful. So bright and colorful. Make it C or whatever, but it still would have played better and looked better. Even Bionic Commando, which... It, I mentioned earlier, is a very well-regarded game. I will not play it just because it looks like shit. And yeah. this reminds me a lot of that game. <laughs> like, what's crazy is that they went to the effort to add in, like, his striped pants, which is, like, what he wears in the movie, sure. But, like, when you add it to this this type of graphical interface, it just becomes a muddy mess. And it's like, yeah. why not just make him gray, dude? It's okay. Compare like coupled with the mullet that they gave him. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's solid aerial. Metal Gear oh Aerial. God. I'd play it. <sighs> yeah. Snake also starts out coming in underwater. Yeah. Did you Girl. play uh Metal Gear on the NES? I have played it or tried to. Again, goddamn, Nintendo hard. The, and also, Very I didn't hard. know this till recently, but the NES was not the original version of that game. Nope. It came out like three years prior. Mm-hmm. On a computer system. Yep. And then it got ported to the NES. And then the sequel, Snake's Revenge, was not made by Kojima. They just crapped that out. Spoiler alert. Surprise. They screwed over Kojima. And the real Metal Gear 2 is completely different. Isn't that... When does it become solid? That's when he on the PlayStation. Well, yeah, but like canon- canonically, is that like the third game, fourth game? Oh, second uh, game. Oh, that's I not think the it's the third. Game. Yeah, third? the PlayStation is the third one. Well, nice. technically the fourth, but I don't. We don't count the Snake's Revenge sequel because right. yeah, obviously, so, fuck them. Third, third like a turd. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Kotaku has this thing called uh, the name of the article. This is morning music is the category. And the name of the article is Waterworld is one of the SNES's best soundtrack delivery systems. And they describe a soundtrack delivery system as a terrible game that has great music. So you just Mm -hmm. put in the game and just listen to the soundtrack. It's one of those. Um, they do a great job of really breaking down this, uh, this soundtrack, even going as so far into, as to saying, and I quote from Kotaku, this article, uh, in mission theme three, those synths are now angry, but still backing a solidly nineties techno rhythm <laughs> section. A True. nice touch here is that about two minutes and two seconds to two minutes and 20 seconds where the synth slides down and pitch unexpectedly as if we're running out of steam. Like they really broke this apart. Um, Somebody really and, liked the soundtrack. 
they dude they do such a good job of breaking this down and i kind of wish that i paid more attention to it unfortunately all i heard was a lot of help 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 <laughs> oh do they have which that really in, took me out of it yeah in the long plays because you don't Ugh. you weren't listening to the soundtrack isolated you had the fucking gameplay so you had all that exactly yeah and, while the underwater was great, you mentioned this earlier, the underwater was great. But here's the thing. Any underwater section on an SNES game is going to be great. This sounded like every other underwater level that mm-hmm. I've ever heard before sure. on a Super Nintendo game. I legitimately thought that it was ripped from Donkey Kong Country. Like or, yeah. or from like Link to the past no there's not an underwater section in that so yeah i felt like it was ripped directly from donkey kong country those donkey kong ones were classic man all those underwater levels are some of my favorite i used to love listening to those as a kid i remember just replaying those and i guess like these kotaku people did like you would just let it play because it was even easier back in the donkey kong days because you could go to whatever level you wanted so you know you had Mm -hmm. that that track that was a banger like funky kong's house you got it, baby. Man, those underwater levels were always just like I said, they're ethereal. It's it's like you're floating in the water. They were always so relaxing. Something about them, man, just takes me back to childhood. So I guess I can't even really hate on the soundtrack. I just really hate it on. I can really hate on this long play that just went help. Help. God damn it. And it did it, like, get it annoying. Felt, it cycles so fast between like the sections mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. they would be doing a toll clears. It felt like every couple of minutes. So that's all you heard. Yep. It was help. Help. That's pretty much. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to burn your toll down. It just flopped back and forth between a 2D side scroller and then you're on the boat. And then you go to another place and you do a 2D side scroller and then you're on the boat again. And it's just, it's. Repeat ad infinitum until you said, like, there's, what, 25 levels? Yeah. Yeah, I did not so get anywhere close to that. So, repeat ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. hmm Yeah. I guess, uh, well, fuck, I don't want to, I don't want to jump too far ahead. What do you mean? Well, have you ever beaten Little Mermaid? Oh, yeah. Okay, and Little yeah. Nemo? Oh, yeah. Not since I was little kids, and I fully intend on trying to beat both of them. For sure. For these games. For sure. Or for for these shows. I would like to look up, I guess that's a good idea. I need to pre-look up how many levels these games have, so I know what to shoot for. There's there's not that many. Little Mermaid, it's only like six or seven levels. It's a Capcom NES game. It's not going to be super in-depth, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and a lot of... I remember not to get too much into it, like especially for Little Mermaid, a lot of it really comes down to like how many of the power ups can you get? You know, how uh, to me when I was little, like how fast can I get through this level? Can Mm -hmm. I get through this game with minimum amount of power ups and, you know, that kind of thing? Making it more difficult for yourself. Yeah, I do remember Little Nemo being really fucking hard by the end of the game. It does get pretty difficult. I do remember too. I'm trying. I don't think yeah. I've ever beaten Little Nemo. I might have once again as a kid because I used to rent it all the time. But by the time you can ride the bee, uh-huh. it's pretty hard uh-huh. Uh-huh. through like the playhouse. And I think that's pretty late game. 
But man, it it's been a hot minute since I played that. I'm pretty stoked, man. I'm stoked that you're gonna watch the flick because I do, I do like the flick a lot. I'm super hyped too. It's better like, than Waterworld. You mentioned this years ago, and now I finally have a reason to do it. Mm-hmm. It's grand, what, isn't it? What's that movie that you just Fireflies of something? That oh, you just uh, recommended people to watch. Yeah, uh, it's not Curse the Firefly. God damn it, you had to ask. <laughs> Grave yeah, of the Fireflies. Sorry. Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is I, like, yeah, it's the Japanese oh, side I, of the I know all trip. about that Dude, flick. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. I saw you post about that. I'm like, wow. That's like, I'm sure Oppenheimer is pretty dark and can get pretty dark, but man, that's dark. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole of like researching that movie a couple of years ago for no reason at all. It like popped up on a... Uh, that's a Ghibli film, right? Yep, sure is. Yeah. That uh, popped up on some list, and I read like a little bit about it, and I like obsessively read everything I could for the next day and a half. As you will. You mm-hmm. know, ADHD, you're like, Let's... oh, shit, I got to know everything about this. It's the cars. Yeah, super dark. Man, is that movie fucking damn, dude. That's why, you know, I recommended it Wildly to anybody. Wildly acclaimed, though. Who had seen Oppenheimer. It's like, you should probably watch the other half of this movie. Yeah. There's a whole the other, other story. Yeah. There's a whole other story, dog. And it is. Ugh. Heartbreaking. The worst of us. Yeah. Mm. That's what so I watch it. About Grave us. of the Fireflies? Yes. Grave of the Fireflies. Ugh, dude, One of the original reading the articles was breaking my heart. Yeah. I think it's <laughs> from like. from the 80s. I think it's like 88. 87, 88. Somewhere around there. So. Jeez. Jeez one of the OGs, me. my friend. Uh, I don't know, man. This is uh, one of the shorter episodes. That it will had, be. But that's that's I think, okay. I think it's always fine, right? There's there's no I, reason to drag it out endlessly for no reason. Yeah. Episodes I, are only as long as they need to be. That's true. And I feel I have an inkling that like the next three are going to be some pretty good full-lengthers. Because I know we're going to buckle down. We're going to try to beat uh, those two games. And we got a movie. We know movies we go on about forever, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I I can't wait to dive into some articles, like, about uh, Little Mermaid. I do want to give a quick shout-out to um, a couple of the, actually, to one page in particular that I read some stuff on this game from. Uh, everybody knows Kotaku and mm-hmm. uh, the fandom sites and stuff like that. But NeverEndingRealm.com is a site that had a great article on this actually posted last year. Uh, oh, wow. Was, yeah, it was titled Waterworld on SNES, A Sunken Relic. Um, and they go pretty in-depth in this, which is pretty great. And they have a link to the soundtrack on there. Uh, so, yeah, check them out. They still post stuff almost daily. A lot of, like, JRPG stuff. Um, what is the name of that so, yeah. site? Uh NeverEndingRealm.com. I am actually going to check that out, and I probably will try to link that in the uh, comments of this episode, because that sounds awesome, especially for the fact that somebody just wrote an article about it last year, so. Yeah, they put out like one article a week, but, you know, this is going to make it into my bookmarks to every now and again check out. I thought that it totally sounds like a Final Fantasy fan site. The never ending there realm. is a lot of fa- final okay. fantasy stuff in okay. here okay cool. uh, final fantasy 16 review the most entertaining final fantasy in decades uh, 
can't can't fault him for that. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I feel like you will definitely like this site. I definitely Star Ocean, like the to... second story, oh getting a remake. Yes. All right, yeah, I'm checking this site out. I'm going to bookmark yeah, it, too. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the big shout-out I wanted to do here. Kyle, I do have a question for you. <gasps> okay. On a scale of one to... <laughs> Man, I don't know why I almost just reverted back to Nerdy Thursday ranking here. <laughs> Oh, is it maybe because to a bowl of no, dude? I saw that earlier. I saw the Nerd Thursday shirt earlier, but every Thursday, I don't know what just triggered me, but I almost went with on a scale of one to a bowl of, and then I had to stop. Um, on a scale of one, fuck it to 27, a bowl on a scale of one to 27. Uh, treasures, air okay. quotes, treasures uh-huh. that you would collect to describe how much you enjoyed this game. And this treasure can be anywhere from a fork, a knife, maybe a diamond, a skull. <laughs> okay. How many are you giving this game as your rating? Okay, so out of 27, I'm going to say two treasure chests a pearl, and a skull, (laughs) but I also hit the electric eel too many times, and I died. So... Okay. uh, It's not that great, man. Outside of the soundtrack and uh, the first couple of opening levels to give you some sort of thing to play and enjoy and beat, uh, it really ramps up the, the shit difficulty really quick on you, and it just... It became not fun, so... Uh, Product of its time, right? Four out of 27. Yeah, a product of its cash grab time that was such a crash grab, they didn't even release it here in the States, which was wild to learn. Man, how bad of a cash grab do you have to be that you're cash grabbing a movie that didn't even make Mm -hmm. any money? I love. We didn't mention this last week on the actual Waterworld episode, but one of my favorite things about it is that because this movie bombed so bad, uh, some people in the Hollywood circles were referring to it as Fishtar, which is a play on Ishtar, one of the most famous bombs of all time. Wow. So they also called it Heaven's or Kevin's Gate, which is a play on Heaven's Gate, one of the biggest flops in all time. It was a Western that's like four hours long. That everybody hated. So, but Man, I, I just like the idea I'm of fish tar. <laughs> you have no idea where my mind was going as soon as you said Heaven's Gate. Did you think and that, that it was one of the people? biggest flops? Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, why? Because they all flopped over dead? No, Heaven's Gate was a but Western, was... Uh, I, which I've seen. It is, it gets a bit of a bad rap. It's not, it's too fucking long, as I will obviously say, but it's not a bad movie. It's just, Fucking long, and that's why it bombed. Uh, but I, I just love the idea that people called this fish tar behind Costner's back. <laughs> so, so yeah, overall four out of twenty-seven. But I didn't make it back to the boat. I got killed by an electric eel underwater. So, yeah, that's fine. You're gonna die a lot to electric eels and Little Mermaid. So, mm-hmm. okay, well, good oh, to know what I've got that, in dude. store for me. I uh, cannot wait to play that game. I seriously cannot wait to play The Little Mermaid. Shawnee, real quick for you. Yeah. Uh, out of <laughs> Out of 10 uh, hostages screaming, help, 
Help! Help! How much did you enjoy watching the Let's Play of this game? None. Oh! I'm going to let them all die. <laughs> I'm going to let them all die. Honest to God, like, man, I got more enjoyment just spending the last 48 minutes chatting with you uh-huh. and whatever. Like, I'm glad that it was a factor to get us together to do this episode because this, in general, made my day better. Me too, um, buddy. I love you, pal. But if I never have to hear, hi, help, hi, help, ever again. Fair, fair. I never I'm will. cool with it, man. I will have, this is, this is an, uh, an emulator that will get deleted after this episode, so. Yeah. Emulator or ROM? Yeah, the ROM. That's what I meant to say. Emulator yeah. stays, so I can do other ones. BNES, that's the one I use. I like it better than ZNES. Ah, I don't have any of those. Huh. I also, like, I don't I don't use my computer. I don't go to nefarious sites. I tell you, of before malware. I download any, uh, I always, like, check, like, three. I'll Google, like, is this site trustworthy? And then I just take <laughs> some dude's advice on Reddit from, like, seven years ago. He's like, totally, yeah, you're fine. Good. While you're sipping on your fiber drink. <laughs> <laughs> Let me download it. Uh, Metamucil. So that's that's uh that's all we got for the Waterworld SNES pal episode. It's Hell a, yeah. It's a pal for the region, not because me and Sean are pals, which we also are. Yeah, we are. Uh, We're good pals. But on that, I I'm got like nothing else to pal. say, man. Uh, yeah, I'm good too. Why don't you tell the listeners what they can go do? You got it, buddy. Uh, the listeners can go fish mile themselves. like that mm-hmm. and like being in the middle of the ocean is like really terrible sure and like yeah deep water and stuff like that actually i don't know where i'm going with this but yeah i'm good anyways <laughs> but would you rather would you rather be in the water and have uh and completely be swimming along okay and accidentally kick your foot against a barnacle and shred the skin off of your little toe okay or have a moray eel bite an entire digit off god damn i mean i'm kicking the fucking barnacle no question you seen the jaws of a moray eel yeah, but I'm thinking it would be like queen and clean and quick. Well, sure, because dude, they, particles like a, will shred you, dude. Oh man, that's either either one's uh, not good. But I, I definitely take the barnacle shredding. I think, although that will also just release blood in the water, which attracts sharks, and I'm dead. Oh, okay, actually, actually, okay. Would you rather have gills behind your ear or on your neck? <laughs> okay, a hundred percent gills behind the ear. Okay, because I can hide them. Society like a muto. 